Say 17 16 commanders win. Um, low scoring affair. I see us getting a couple touchdowns and a and a field goal. And I see because of that rookie quarterback, while they might be able to get in position uh where they need to, they it gets bogged down in the red zone quite a bit, and the rookie can't necessarily make the play, so they have to rely on field goals um, okay. quite a bit in that one. K dot. You saw the clip. What's it like to know you're better than everybody else? It's uh it's a heavy burden. You know, um, to know that I got to walk around amongst you plebes when knowing I got I, I got the juice. I, I I know what's what. Like, I know the world would be a much better place if everybody just shut the fuck up and listen to me. I know this. And it's hard to have that burden on you, you know, but when, I don't know. Power comes great responsibility, you know, as my as my Uncle Ben used to tell me. There's a lot to unpack there, but. 17 16 commanders this is a victory monday and k dot absolutely nailed it last week congratulations bud let's see if you can make it two for two we're going to do our vikings preview later this week but this is district divided a dc sports podcast i am Amit. that is the aforementioned k dot who is better than all of us all of us nigger damas in the flesh once again can't say much there, but yes, <laughs> but yes, just agree with it. I'll uh, set you up one of these days. You yeah. <laughs> I'll actually have to edit for the first time ever. How, how you doing, bud? <laughs> I'm good, man. Victory fucking Monday. We got the stunner shades okay. on, you know, Brendan's kind of changed things around here. Does yeah. feel kind of good. Um, oh. feel like I got my, we got our Top Gun Maverick sort of look going right now, which is dope. I mean, I can't fit in those jets, but you know, so same principle. <laughs> I mean, it's hard not to feel good. The way we ended up winning that game, that fourth quarter was electric from start to finish in both directions. Um, yep. Let, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and get started on this. And um, why don't we start with the end? Right. So we're down 16 to seven. Not much time left. And I don't know about you, Dot, but everyone I check Twitter, everyone's like, OK, this is this was a winnable game. They've already written it off. Um, you check our group chat. Like, ugh. you know, like it, it was a very frustrating one. We also could have been down more, but as luck would have it, for the first time since that Dallas game where Santana Moss two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, this is the first time since then that we've been down two scores in the fourth, come back and win. That's amazing. Yeah, think about that. Yeah, absolutely amazing stat. K dot. At sixteen to seven, what were your thoughts? Were your thoughts, "Hey, I'm getting the score right," or was it, "It's over"? I'm gonna be completely honest. Yeah, I was like, "I'm getting this fucking score right." It felt Ooh. like I, I didn't like. All right, watching this game to me, it just felt as though it didn't need to take much for one of these teams to take control of this thing and win it at the end, right? And I, I, I thought that like, and that's the that's the magic of Taylor Heineke, right? It's like you always feel as though you're in it. 
but you look at like those those drives as like starting your own 20 you got to have those long sustained drives down the field and we're good at that we're, we're pretty good at that i mean it's the um he keeps everything kind of going like i it's that moxie man you believe in it you just believe in it like i felt like we were in it Plus, uh, Frank Reich, I think, doesn't know what the fuck he's doing with that team. Um, so there, there is a little bit of like incompetence on the other side that made me feel like, okay, we're, we're still going to be in this thing. And then I looked at Sam Erlinger the same way I kind of look at Taylor Heineke, which is I'm waiting for the mistakes, right? So I'm like, he's, he's going to do something to keep us in this thing. But I don't know. I For the first time in a minute, or at least it's, it's every time there's Taylor in that game, if you're within a couple scores, I feel like we got a shot. I don't usually feel that way. Yeah. I mean, he's got what you talk about the moxie and each time, if I could give a recommendation for next week, it's throw the interception earlier because this is the second time in as many weeks that he has played lights out after throwing an interception. Yep. Right. So we have the pick six with Devontae Campbell and now we have Shaq Leonard, who's on a pitch count uh, for the Colts getting a pick. And then Heineke goes in the final two drives, KDOT. 12 of 14, 151 yards. He has four rushes, 15 yards, and a touchdown. He goes two for two on fourth down, and one of those, my God. I mean, he, to scramble and be able to keep the play alive, like, and then he trusts Terry, and we get the best Terry McLaurin content. Forget just football, just in terms of, like, the electricity that Scary Terry brings to this team and to fans everywhere. When he's going, this is my city. This is my motherfucking city. Like he's getting into it. You can't help but feel that juice, that excitement watching this team. Taylor brings the best out of our best offensive weapon, KDOT. So I, he's the guy, right? I mean, we're 2-0 and with him and there's a ways to go. But you're not going to see, at this point, you can't see Carson anymore. I, I think you've seen enough from Taylor to be able to go, okay, we either rock with him or if things go south, it's Sam Howell time. Taylor, just just a moment of gratitude for what he's done the last couple of weeks. I mean, he's filled in admirably. And again, throw the pick earlier so that you could just play lights out for four quarters instead of just the one because <laughs> it was scary down the stretch, KDOT. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, that's the thing. is, that, Like I said, you're always in it as long as you got him on the team and – yeah, it does feel as though he he takes that mistake and he doesn't necessarily compound on the mistakes. He's like, oh, okay, I, I fucked that one up. Let, let me let me do better now. Um, it just feels good, man. And it, look, it, you can see he's worked on himself, or he's work. He looks better than he did last year, um, mechanics wise and things like that. He's still doing some dumb shit like throwing off his back leg and um, that ball to Terry, which is just one of those. It's a ballsy play. It's just hey. We pay this guy this much money. I'm not going to overthink it. Give him a shot. And Terry, more often than not, is going to come down with that thing. And that's what some of the best quarterbacks know is just to have that faith in those guys that if I put, if I put it up there, they're going to make the play. It was just awesome to see, man. And to see Terry as fired up as he was in front of, what, 70 people that he brought tickets for be in his hometown. And my, my favorite clip of the game has to be uh, what Terry and Charles Leno on the side. Where Charles oh, yeah. goes up to him. Hey, whose city is this? <laughs> my city. Yeah. My city. Oh, it's all. Awesome. Is this your Talk city? Is this yeah. your city? Um, it that it was just dope, man. It's the thing is this team just with Taylor has its swag back, 
And that's, I think that's the thing that we've been looking for is that swag back. And I, I the thing is that you didn't, I didn't really feel as though we had that swag since with that end run in 2020. Mm-hmm. Cause what uh, 2021 with the injuries and things that happened and we just never felt like we really took a foothold of anything, but that run that we went into Tampa Bay and almost pulled that fucking game off was like, yo, we know we we know you can look at we can you can look at the roster. We probably not we shouldn't be in this game, but fuck you, we're here and we can win anything on any given Sunday, right? Like, and that's what you need from this team. You need a team that how many times have we've had an organization or we've had a team in which they can't punch up above their weight class? Like, there's no chance of that, right? And I, I feel like with this team you have a shot. Now I'm not necessarily saying the teams that we beat so far are usually punching above our weight class, right? I think we're all kind of comparable. Um, but uh, you look at Indianapolis was supposed to be so much better than they are. And you can tell they, they have talent on that team. Mm-hmm. Um, and Aaron Rodgers, even though he has nobody to throw the football to, because unlike Taylor, none of the guys, you can't really believe in each other when it, nobody, there's no trust there. Right. Um, right. But I mean, it's just, this team always feels like we have a shot and I, I in the team overall, I mean, from where it is that I predicted we'd be, we're one game behind where I thought we'd be. So I feel as though we're sitting kind of pretty. Oh, sitting very, very pretty. And just one more note on the there was a Charles Leno bit in that Terry McLaurin clip. There was also a moment with Taylor and Terry that was you got the audio there, too, of I love you. Keep trusting me. I got your back. I mean, the, that to me says. I'm him and keep doing this because I'm enjoying myself. And so I think we're getting the best out of him. Taylor's loving it because he's like, all I got to do is fucking throw into the general vicinity and we're going to be fine. Like it's been working so far. Um, I want to talk about the rest of the team though. One of the more interesting things that occurred K dot was to begin the game. You know, we've been seeing Brian Robinson start these games. Gibson started and Gibson was featured quite heavily in that first drive. What did you make of that? And what did you make of, the Gibson Robinson split in this game in particular. We didn't run the ball enough, but like overall, I'd like to see our run numbers a little higher than they were. But I mean, that's, we all said it. Antonio, once he figured out not to have the happy feet and they utilize him in that true versatile back roll is a stud. As long as you're not relying on him to get the 30 carries a game, and you can splice him in there and get a nice change of pace going. And the the thing that he shines at is that receiving what seven catches, fifty eight yards, and a touch, um, and it's and a titty, and a titty, titty, and a titty. Um, it was he's the guy. Like Robinson's supposed to be the no flash. Here's the north south, and I actually think even though he didn't get a ton of carries today under ten or in the game under ten. He was running north south a lot better than I've seen him run. Couple big first downs, right? So, yep. and that was a, he was almost automatic if it was like third and two, third and one. And that's mm-hmm. what you want from that guy. Um, McKissick still looks like the odd man out to me. Um, I don't know he exactly. Slipped how he, on that third and three, dude. That, that was, was rough. That was scary. Yeah, that could have been the game there. But I, I just don't. I, the thing is, McKissick was the nice change of pace back when Gibson was the guy that we were asking to be the bell cow. Right now, I just think he's not. They haven't figured out a way to get him in and utilize properly. I still think when he's out on the field, it kind of telegraphs what we're going to do still a little bit too much. Um, they just haven't figured out a way to get him really involved in, in the way that they need to. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, other than I just want to see more of the running, more sustained drives where we can run, um, 
I like the split. I like that they're I like that they're getting them both involved. And I do think Gibson should be the guy who's like the uh, the lightning rod. Yeah. And now let's you know, we, we talked a bit about Terry, of course, and I think the other receivers also ended up being fine. But it was nice to see that we prioritized Terry all the way through. It didn't matter if Stefan Gilmore, one of the best corners in the NFL is on him. No matter because Terry's that dude. And it's nice that we have a QB that recognizes that uh, switching to the defense. Hey, Curtis, Curtis. Curtis sure. behind the backfield with the with the carries too. Four carries, that's 29 the other yards. Guy, yep. That's the split that you need to have with him too. You've got to get him involved in the backfield just to keep the defense honest. He's almost more the change of pace back if we're being honest, right? I mean, you've that, got Brian, you got Antonio, and Curtis runs hard. He's hard to bring down too. Both hard. those Ohio and State guys. I'd yeah. say right now, Terry could do the exact same thing Curtis is doing. Oh, we know he can. Absolutely. But um, yeah, it's just if you do those sort of things, and that's why I'm almost at a point where unless they have something figured out for J.D. McKissick, I'd rather try to get the split working between Curtis, Brian, and Antonio more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. Um, but talking about Trade the defense. the Buffalo, please. Nothing. <laughs> he deserves it. Talking about the defense, how about that goal line stop from one Jamin Davis where he just busts through? And obliterates. I don't remember if it was Jonathan Taylor or if it was Naeem Hines. I think it was Taylor. Just makes a huge, huge tackle Mm -hmm. to force three points instead of seven. And I believe, was that the one that was right after the Michael Pittman initial, initially called a touchdown and then it was ruled short? I think it was that series. I think it was, right? Like that was a huge play in the game. And Cole Hole comes out. I thought Jamin filled in admirably. I just want to continue to shout out the progress that's being made with Jamin Davis and how well he's played this season, KDOT. Yeah, no, Davis, this was this to me was his biggest coming out party. Um, there's always going to be room for opportunity or room for improvement across anybody on that team. So I'm not going to pick cherry pick shit for him. But yeah, with Cole being out of the game and knowing that they were going to ask him, I think he played uh, like all of the defensive snaps, if I'm not mistaken. Just this about, yeah. I think it was um, close if he didn't get yeah, all Yeah, it was very, very close. So with that, it's like, okay, you did. He had a, there were times where he absolutely shined on that field. And that's what you wanted to see from him, right? Is, mm-hmm. hey, whoa, Davis made a play. Like, if you could say that a few times a game, I think he's sitting pretty, um, especially with the, the, the way our safeties are ranked. And they had Cam Curl playing a little bit close to the line. So they, good. The five so guys good. on the line a lot. Um, yeah, Cam Curl, man. I've been saying he's one of the most underrated players in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that rookie of the year, everyone wanted to give it to Jeremy Chin. I was like, have you seen Cam Curl's stats? I, I mean, the defense has transformed. I would love to see the stats with Cam Curl in the lineup because the first two weeks we looked kind of lost. Cam Curl, now he has the green dot and he was actually commanding the defense and taking yep. all the calls. I mean, already... Like, you know, his seventh round rookie and all already yeah. he's doing this. I, it's amazing the, the at how young an age com- he is. And he's doing this. The terrible commentators, Robert Smith, just Jesus Christ, terrible. Um, the they, oh, they man, want- Ellinger was like a yard short. And he's like, oh, they got a child. Like he, he easily. Do we need to like- hear about Ellinger's high school teammate 20 fucking oh, times during the game? Oh, Granson or whatever. The high like, school teammate. Well, you go back to it. Like they had they a just, graphic package for it. Just play the fucking graphic package and let it be. We don't oh, and then they called the other dude out for being a commercial real estate agent. You remember that? Like, you were like, Jesus oh, in Christ. case you want to know about him. Like, <laughs> so we got a game happening. It's pretty close. Just stop with the yeah. shit. It's like the fucking blowout commentary. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, yeah, what the fuck were we talking about? Um, <laughs> uh, Cam yeah, Curl. 
Cam Curl. Cam Curl's great. The defense yeah. has been playing better. Um, St. Juice has looked better. Oh, All these guys are looking juice. really, really good, and they're young. What Tressway's the oldest guy on the team with 32 years old. That's that's something nice. That's that was a nice. cool fact that they threw that was out. Real there. cool. That was that, hey, good job, commentators. Yeah, well, now, that one. Um, but yeah, I mean, still on defense, there's still these um these 20 plus yard plays that we give up mm-hmm. that need to get reined in. And what you were saying also about uh Ellinger being able to get out of pocket and run, there were a couple of those runs that got called back by God, but there's like, yeah, we need to sure that up. We, mm-hmm. we absolutely need to sure that up because there's just so many times where we're getting burnt. Like the defense will do a really good job. And then we got a third and long and they give up a 40 yard plan. It's all for not. And that's the thing is like, you, you got to stay disciplined in those moments. And you, you kind of hear Ron Rivera talk about it in the game after in the post game where he could, you could clearly see he, while he was excited that we won, he was also disappointed in some of the aspects of stuff that we were doing. And he talked about some guys still playing for themselves and not necessarily within the unit. And I think that's speaking more to what it is the defense is doing sometimes. Um, I look at the defensive line sometimes and what they're doing as far as the pass, pass rush and just trying to get to the quarterback instead of actually being disciplined as far as in their lanes and making sure everything is shut down the way it needs to be. You don't need to be the guy that makes this play. You're setting up this guy to make the play. Um, there's there's shit like that that is that needs to get shirt up because there's no excuse for it at this point. Um, and you can and that's the thing is like we can bank on a big play or two every week and i don't we shouldn't be the defense that does that yeah and so and shout out jonathan allen who of course just makes another play forces a fumble and, and uh pain. and, oh, and God, it's pain, pain has been spectacular i mean it's gonna suck when we can't resign well that, that was the thing i was thinking about is and someone had asked on twitter would you rather bring back montez sweat or Duran Payne?" it is very much a conversation i actually voted for pain i would bring him back it, it, you know it's it's amazing how far we've come in that conversation where it was a foregone conclusion that Payne is absolutely gone. We're not resigning him. We even drafted Phil Mathis. Um, and now, given how well Duran has played, you are seeing the opinion shift. I don't know. It's going to be interesting this offseason because I think there may be a push. I don't think it's going to be a big enough push if we're thinking about this regime and organization and stuff like that. But he's played great. I mean, he... He's played great. I mean, that's the thing is we're we're gonna save money regardless on the quarterback position. So maybe this is the opportunity where you do spend maybe. money on the fucking team. Right. Um, like even if we go what well, we go the draft route, you do Sam Howell shit. You even Heineke still can't Heineke win the rest of the games out. He still is not gonna be able to command a top twenty salary in the NFL. I'm sorry, it's just not gonna happen. Um, if he wins out, well, he won't. So uh, no, no. But let's say I, let, let, let's dive through there for a moment. If you Taylor can't just be speaking wins, recklessly. If, this is a okay, podcast. Right. This is if very Taylor serious Heineke, and professional. If Taylor Heineke wins out with stat lines that he has been having, he will not be paid in the top twenty to top fifteen quarter. But he keeps winning. You're not going to get paid. He would be thirteen and four. I just want to be clear. Mm-hmm. In this hypothetical, he's thirteen and four. He's undefeated as a starter this year. You don't think he would make top twenty? No. That's a take. I think you would. I, I think you'd I have don't. no choice. Well, yeah, you know, I got to count the salaries out. I'm probably, probably. You don't think Indianapolis is throwing all the money at them? Have you seen the way they do this? I it doesn't have to be us necessarily. It'd be stupid as shit. But at that point, it would be us. It would <laughs> it'd absolutely. Be, it'd be really fucking dumb. But um, no, because there's also if that's the case, then what the fuck does Gibson stats look like? like on the, well, that's true. <laughs> on the subject of uh, on the subject of Heineke, 
what I was curious about your take on this, KDOT. You will see a lot of people who we love the Terry McLaurin play where he basically mosses Stefan Gilmore, essentially winning us that game. But a lot of people look at that replay and go, Heineke still got the noodle arm. If it were, you know, a regular QB, I won't say regular QB, but a QB with a powerful arm. Right. Well, this is, is where I'm going mention? with it. Was this that the is, first no, I think we're at two because I had mentioned his right. first Carson name. Wentz, Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz. We have the over. Fuck Smash me. the over. Um, that, once again, was probably just for us, but we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll maybe Inside get to Inside joke. But, you know, people are saying noodle arm. If he had a more powerful arm, then it's a touchdown for Terry. What do you say to those people that, I'll be honest, can't seem to enjoy the fucking moment? That was a great play. Can't we just appreciate that? I understand where they're coming from, but come on, right? Like, that is so nitpicky. 25 other teams are looking for a QB like that. I can't that emote with my it. eyes. It's annoying. I know because of the shades. <laughs> I, I thought about that, too. I've been doing crazy things with my eyes. Yeah, my eyes are being all over the place, and I'm like, uh, you can't see it them. It's not coming um, Right. Look, man. So, <laughs> Taylor Heineke, Shane Falco. Yes. Some names that to me are synonymous. Okay. Um, there's also, look, we can enjoy the good time and we should enjoy the good time. We're winning. And um, right. Taylor's making what, $125,000 every time he plays 60% of the snaps. Getting a new and pair we get of Jordans. A win and get yep. some new pair of Jordans. It's fucking dope. All players should be incentivized that way to a certain degree. It's fucking amazing. Um, both can be true, and I think that I'm siding more on the – it's not about raining on people's parades, right, to me anyway. And I know that there's some fans who do it, but we talked about the toxicity of the fan base. I'm more of a – can we stay medium? Like the the yeah. um, the um yes, the ball to Terry was fucking trash. <laughs> that was a terrible ball. I don't know that, that it was, was a fucking te- dog. I don't know that it was that a was terrible a ball. dog shit. I don't know that it was a throw. terrible ball. I'm gonna go. The ahead moment and say that it. he put his hand up, anybody with an arm, an arm, like an NFL caliber arm, hits him in stride, walking in the end zone. In that pressure now, situation, Trevor Lawrence no, misses him. Here's here's We've the thing. Trevor Wait, Lawrence misses. No, but here's the thing. Taylor also had to do some dancing, to do some maneuvering to get into the position to do what he needed to do. Right. Yeah. But you can still see a lot of times when he's throwing the ball. He has one ball, probably a game that you're like, I didn't know you could do that. Like he has one of those. Right. He's not a Mahomes or Allen. We get that. I think it we all like get he, that. It looked like he did everything in his fucking power to get that ball to Terry. Like he put everything he had on that. Ball. I disagree. I don't think he did. I think he just underthrew it a little bit or maybe even knew. You know what's going to fire this team up? Me just putting a little less on it. You don't even but believe your bullshit. The, uh, you don't believe your bullshit. <laughs> um, what are you talking look, about? No, I mean that. Terry. No, Terry. Taylor. He's got the moxie. He makes you believe. He puts playmakers in position to make plays. It's great. Um, that being said, there are easier balls that can be thrown from a more competent quarterback that should be easier for some of these guys to be able to make the plays. But the thing that Taylor has in spades compared to a Carson Wentz or some of the other dudes is he don't give a fuck. And there's a little element of the, um, I'm not overthinking this. You guys can overthink it. I'm not overthinking this. 
And you know, I'm not overthinking this and we're winning games. I'm not fucking with that. And that's, that's all it needs to be. But Mm -hmm. anyone that thinks that like, does does Taylor have it in this elitist for the Super Bowl? I don't know. Trent Dilfer did it. So like, I, I, I don't know, but there's like, but the, the idea that you can see it, he can't make certain throws that certain other guys can't. And I can look across the league and say, he doesn't have the arm strength of a bunch of guys. He doesn't have the accuracy of a bunch of guys. Um, there are, there's so many balls that you see that are like behind the guy or, oh, shit, you could have had Curtis and made it easier on Curtis to make that ball. I'm right. glad you gave him an opportunity to do it, and he got there, but at least you didn't overthink it and didn't make the throw in the first place or sailed it over fucking had nonstop like Carson used to. I'm not even making the case that he's a long-term guy. We've talked about that to ad nauseum, whatever, but what I am saying is that, okay, okay hold on. What yeah. I am saying is that he has been in games and actually beaten teams led by Tom Brady, Derek Carr, Russell Wilson. These are like more household names or regular starters in the league that he has gone toe to toe against and actually beaten. He didn't right. Quarterbacks don't play each other. No, but, I know. That's why I said the team that he's that, playing so that's the has thing. them is as like, the QB. He, I know he's not playing he against them, given, but he's, he's doing he's, enough to win against He's also he's given the team enough confidence to play up to 11, which they can beat these guys. And how do you value deserves that that credit? Right. I value it highly right now in this situation. I I value it a ton because you have a bunch of young guys that need to get better. And the Mm -hmm. only way they get better is getting opportunities to be better. Right. And like that, that is huge. I take that over Carson Wentz not completing the pass or overthinking and taking the sack. So these guys can't get better. Because they're building. But I'd also be remiss if I didn't say that if you have a high draft pick, you're still looking for a I quarterback. Agree. I agree. And that's that's it. That's that's it. But, like, uh, no, it's anybody that's, once again, the toxicity of the fan base, right? I think I have been one of the most level-headed people about this team all season long. We've You've already not established seen me... you're better than everybody. Please continue. Get it. But you see me not panic about everything. And now everybody's writing the articles about, oh, my God, the world was falling. Like, the, the sky was falling four weeks ago. And now we're at 500 and doing like the fucking Muppet arm shit. Like it's, I'm just like, no, this is where we've been. This is who we are. We've beaten some shit teams. There are some real good tests that are coming up. I don't know where we're at. I still think there are a lot of games. Do I think we can beat Philly today? Fuck no. Absolutely (laughs) not. No, not happening, right? Do I think we can beat the Vikings? Maybe, but I think Justin Jefferson is going to give us some fucking problems. So like I, that's the thing is that like I'm looking at this team. I'm like, everybody's so high and low on it. I'm like, this is a team that what was our record last year? By the way, just real quick. What was our putting, record before? Are we putting are we putting St. Juiced on Justin Jefferson? No, you're going to play fucking zone shit and hope <laughs> we usually do. <laughs> Justin Jefferson's going to be all over the field. So he's going to have a catch on St. Juice. I have a catch on Kendall. On Fuller, have a catch on Jamie Davis because for some reason Davis is gonna be lined up against him <laughs> at some point. Like you know what's gonna happen. Like it's oh god, I just realized right, well, yeah, it's you are like, about that. Jamin is gonna as good as he's been. I mean, for him to have to guard Justin Jefferson on any play. No, we're all gonna be looking at the TV like, why is Justin? Je- why is Davis? What? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna happen. Written, this is almost written in the stars. I'm just um, saying, like we can't be. We get entirely too high and too low about everything because I think we that's are my job. Starving. I show starving you for what the average fan does because <laughs> I'm right there with them. 
I'll go way too high. Polar way too low. And it's your job to keep us level. That's why this podcast is so great, K Dot. Yeah, but I'm like the ranter, so it's weird. (laughs) Oh yeah, you're constantly (laughs) ranting in either direction. I mean, that is your role here. You know that. That's that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) It's just this team is who it is. I thought we were. I guess when the record comes, we're we're one game below where I thought we'd be. And if I look at like where it is that there's the early schedule. What if we're looking at what? I thought we'd beat Tennessee. I knew we'd beat. Well, if we handed it off to Brian Robinson. We just we maybe do. This is where I thought we'd have the longest stretch of wins, and I had us on a four-game win streak. It was going to be Indianapolis, Minnesota, Philly, Houston. I think I could scratch at least one of those completely off. Because I don't see us beating Philly, especially what's a Monday night game. All I want to say is, if we beat Minnesota and we go to Philly and Heineke pulls that shit off, I'm sorry, bud. I'm I'm gonna be beyond cloud nine. I'm just going to be over here, long term deal. He's the guy. I'm just warning you what's going to happen in the euphoria I, of I that. Probably will, we if he if he can beat Minnesota and Philly. You're there with me. You have to be. Yeah, I probably will be. I mean, the thing is, like, <laughs> I have is the December the, the end of November, December is where I had pain for us. <laughs> I, I saw pain coming. I, I'm, um yeah. so like yeah, man, we'll see. Uh, we shall see. Yeah, this is things like this. we got a lot of division games left, man, and the rest of the division has looked pretty fucking good. Pretty good, pretty good. Any final thoughts on the game before we move to the comment mailbag? Um, Jim Ursay, uh, your whole Ring of Honor thing to piss off Dan Snyder. I kind of appreciate it. I I appreciate us getting the win a little I mean, bit. We love Jim here, man. I love and hate. I'm high and low on Jim. I'm high right now on Jim. That could change tomorrow. But as of right now, high on Jim. I do appreciate them having their own version of Taylor Heineke. Hopefully it works out a little better for him. Yeah. Hey, uh, props to the defense. Six carries for 15 yards. Yeah, a couple were called back that were <coughs> bigger ones. But ultimately, that was the stat line rushing for Sam Ellinger. Um, who? Hey, he has a he has a bit of a nice arm. He had a couple of nice throws in that game. Where are the penalties at for this game? I have just one thing I haven't had to look at. I don't know. It was a pretty clean game overall. I thought so too. Um, like, I don't remember. I know that Rashad Wild Goose got called for a pass interference on, uh, which was correct on Paris Campbell. Um, trying to think about what other three for fifty-two. That us or them? Us. Us. They That's what I thought. Twenty-five. Yeah, so it was a pretty clean game overall. Moving in the right direction. And the yeah, time of possession was about split too. It was about split. We want to win that one. We did. Just um, barely. And also the third down conversions. Shit, again, two for 12. But that's what we were saying is that we weren't able to sustain stuff. And that goes back to what I think. Scott Turner had a lot of things that I thought were kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I don't understand his first down play calls a lot of times. Um, it just feels like he doesn't know how to manage game flow. And that's something that I, I needs to be addressed, needs to work, be worked on. Oh, yeah. No, the coaching staff is still very much under a microscope. Uh, as they so, should be. As they should be, right? Um, because they've said put it on us. So. Well, more specifically, Rivera has said that. Um, all right, let's move to the comment mailbag. And this week we have six comments. Thank you guys very Ooh. much. Really appreciate it. Uh, beginning with Matt Regan. Big up for the run, Amit. But don't get mad at me. Get mad at that sorry team you have. That's on a three-game win streak, by the way. After next year's bet, you can have this song. We're not betting again. After next year's bet, you can have this song on top of your playlist. It is Lose Yourself by Eminem. 
appreciate the comment, but not the run, Matt. Uh, thanks for the and comment. But you're welcome for the only win. Your shitty ass to the ass. Yeah, but honestly, fuck that guy. All right, cool. Moving on to Pally for Life. Shout out Pally for Life. Consistent commenter at this point. And it reads, I definitely do not have the same confidence this week as I did last week against the Packers. As Amit astutely noted, every mobile QB wrecks our defense. Hopefully this week will be an exception. Well, it's an exception, thankfully. Say Carson doesn't come back this year and Taylor plays these next 10 games. What would he have to do to be our starter? Win seven or more? I fully acknowledge his lack of physical tools, but damn, does he lead. So before I finish up the comment, um, what would you say? What does he need to do to become the starter, K-Dot? Here's what I'd say. This, this is the way I'd answer this. Mm-hmm. Washington should not be in a place under any circumstances to be looking for a high-priced or even a medium-priced veteran to lead us next year as a bridge quarterback. Taylor Heineke's your bridge. I think that needs to be solidified now. Taylor Heineke's the bridge. Until we find someone that's absolutely better than Taylor Heineke, he should be the guy. Um, if he continues to win, win these games, he's got to be the guy. If he loses spectacularly, if he's throwing multiple picks a game, then yes, Carson should have to, should be able to come back because of the way you paid him, what you paid him, what you give it up for him is indicative of where you think the talent level is. But my thought process is that Taylor should win enough games out for the rest of this season that going into next season, if we draft somebody or anything else, right? Taylor should be the veteran that gets the starts until that guy's ready. So how many is enough, right? Because so Pally for Life suggests win seven or more. Like, would it? I don't be think there's seven? a number. You don't think there's a number? You no. can't think of one right now. You're saying I don't think there's a number. Time. I just don't think there's a number. It it, it it's got to be the way it looks, right? Okay. It's it's the way it looks. It's the way it goes down. If it's the guys are scoring stuff on offense, but the defense starts becoming a fucking sieve again. Does that have anything to do with what's going on with Taylor? Okay, that's fair. If there's if the, we can't establish a run game because Scott Turner refuses to fucking do it, so we're not winning games and Taylor's throwing the ball 40 times a game, and that means he's throwing interceptions because he's throwing 40 times a game, is that on Taylor? Fair enough. I would say uh, I'll attempt to quantify it and say if we make the playoffs, then I think he does become the starter next year. I think if he makes, a, makes the playoffs and wins a game, then then you may look at and some people would think this is a worst case you may look at a longer term deal honestly winning a playoff game it has been forever since we've won a playoff game did you agree that San Francisco needed to move on from Jimmy G I think if you're drafting a guy that high in Trey Lance then yeah if you're if you're San Francisco did you would you draft would you have drafted Trey Lance no I wouldn't have done that I would not have have done that would Jimmy G have been your guy yes I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, but since they did draft Trey and they moved up to do it, I think they had to. I, I mean, because similarly to um, if you look at Kansas City with Alex Smith, they made the playoffs. They look pretty dangerous. But then Alex they went Smith to Mahomes. Was an MVP fucking candidate that year. And then they went to Mahomes anyway. And guess what? He's patty fucking Mahomes. So, like, I think San Francisco saw that, said, hey, we can take our project and do the same thing. They had a lot of confidence in themselves. It's still too soon to tell. He played in a monsoon and then he what Torres ACL. So like, yep. we don't know. Well, we we've talked know. about this on old episodes of Dish Divided. What I think the way in which you build a team, I think the last piece is quarterback. So to me, this is if Taylor Heineke gets in the playoff, gets in the playoffs, this to me is the dream come true. 
as far as him being the guy and we wait for the final piece, the special person to come mm-hmm. in and be the guy to catapult you. I am all about building your squad. The way the Kansas City did it with Alex Smith in the Patrick Mahomes is to me the ideal way to do it. It's the same way San Francisco is looking right now. I believe in Jimmy G, but if Jimmy G has a four-pick game in the NFC Championship and costs him another Super Bowl opportunity, then you're like, we need to find our next yeah. guy, right? And I think that that's where you, that that is the prime way to have sustained success in the NFL. Because if you can get the quarterback and you get him young and you didn't have to overpay for him, but you got that contract, you can start winning games before you got to pay him. Yeah. Um, and just to just to finish up Pally for Life's comment, by the way, love the Brendan sunglasses. Look after last week's win. Hope to see it again this coming Monday, Monsieur X. As you can see, the you two go. gorgeous individuals right here are in fact rocking the shades one more time. Appreciate the comment there, bud. Um, Bishop Don John with not one but two comments. Shout out Bishop Don John. Appreciate it. At this point, I'm here for the after show as much as the commander's talk. Always love the content, fellas. Really appreciate that comment right there. I think it validates the after the pod segment for us, KDOT, wouldn't it? Good. Good. Yeah, I I love that. I love that segment. Yeah. Oh, as do I. And we'll have probably another fire segment today. Um, And then the other comment. Yeah, HOTD is awesome. Assume House of the Dragon. It's about 10 characters deep of great acting. Two years till season two, though. Two years? Is that right? a Game of Thrones stick forever to shoot. They might, they might have it. Yeah, HBO takes their time between seasons of shows, man. Okay, this, that's they, fair. Succession's fucking, coming out. Uh, anyway, well, Succession's coming out, but that was like it was, it was fucking. Um, Sopranos was the first one that started that bullshit. Mm. It was like, yeah, we'll be back when we're okay. back. <laughs> we'll be back when we're back. Um, and then wouldn't you know it, Tony? Tony, shout out Tony, who comments not once but twice as well, but he does it. After the game is over. Oh. Tony goes, this team is exhausting, but what a game. If you're going to be wrong, be wrong throwing to Terry and he will make you right. I love the way that sounds. Taylor's noodle arm isn't the future, but he's better this year. No matter how bad he screws up, the team will run through a wall for him. Agreed. 100% agreed. And the other comment reads, I did a CrossFit Festivus last weekend and won WOD. What would WOD be? Warrior of the Day. I like that. We're going to do that. Warrior of the Day. <laughs> Was partners four minutes max calories on the bike. Legs were literally dead after. Worst quad pain I ever felt. It felt like my legs fell asleep, but replaced the tingling with lactic acid pain. Good luck on it. Thank you very much, Tony. I'm not going to lie. I'm still hurting. Um, think I maybe overdid it because the next day I ended up taking the day off of work. I played some golf, walked around for probably three, four miles, and then went to the driving range after because I didn't feel like I had a good session and immediately was like, oh, wait, I can't walk. I straight up can't walk. Um, and Running then, is stupid. Yeah, right there with you, buddy. Um, yeah, I might, I might actually miss some uh, soccer games here. Like legitimately, note to all of you, don't go from just no running whatsoever um, to six miles. It's stupid. It's stupid. I lost the bet. It sucks. I blame Matt, obviously. Um, that being said, maybe could have trained a little bit to avoid this situation where I'm, you know, got the ibuprofen ready to roll, um, elevating my foot, icing it. Is it a bit embarrassing? Yes, but I wear it. I own it. I know what I did. Analyzed. Move forward. That's where it's at. So don't do that. I don't think any of you will, but don't do that. It is uh, reckless. Just reckless. smoke cigarettes, have sex, do drugs. Live your life more fun than that. 
And remember, he's better than all of us. And this is District Divided, a DC sports podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, if you enjoyed today's episode, please like and subscribe. And uh, please comment as you always do. We really appreciate it. We enjoy interacting with you guys, answering questions like we did for Pally for Life. Um, And even getting the troll comments like we did from Matt Regan. Um, Appreciate you guys as always. And we will see you with the Vikings preview episode Friday, 2 p.m. As always, until then. Kirk Cousins Revenge. Taylor's got me feeling really good, dude. I'm switching out. It's hurting my fucking eyes inside, man. And just to stick with tradition, I will stick with the shades. Okay. No worries. I, I, this basement is not artificial light. I'm like straining through this. Uh, and you can see my lamp through the reflection. On the... Oh, yeah, I can. <laughs> yeah. In case people are, oh, now you see two of them. Now just the one. Simple minded. That's me. Oh, oh, oh. So Powerball is at a billion now. Yep. And you said, I asked you because you predicted the game correctly. I asked yep. you to just give me some numbers. And you said you would play the Powerball, but you wouldn't give any numbers out. Why is that? I'm a quick pick guy. So I show up with a couple of dollars and just tell them, give me the random computer generated numbers. Um, there is a very specific reason. Okay. So I used to be a Powerball Mega Millions player, um, like diehard, what, four times a week combined? Doing this again. Because um, I'm poor and black. I'm joking. The uh, so every demographic really, but it's I mean, I just appreciate you waiting for me stupid. to drink water as you said that. That's why I did it. So the <laughs> thought I might get a legit spit take. I really did. I don't believe any of that. I just wanted to spit take. Um, so here's why I can't, and I refuse. I used to. I used to have my little thing, and I'd have my numbers in it. Mm-hmm. The pressure it puts under you to make sure you play your numbers is insane. Because Lord knows, if one week I don't play those numbers and they hit, I will kill myself. I will absolutely kill myself. I will jump off the tallest building I can find. I will murk myself immediately. And sometimes you can't. Sometimes you just can't play. Sometimes it's you're busy. Sometimes you're out of town and you're in a state that they don't necessarily do Powerball or they don't do Mega Millions because it's not across the nation. And if I don't, so, ha- if I have my regular numbers and I don't, and I doesn't hit, I am. I I think I'm well within my rights to kill myself. Am I misinterpreting? You should be picking your numbers then. No. What? Didn't you just say that if your numbers did hit and you did not pick your numbers that you would no? Find- if I didn't play one week, oh, and my numbers got it, hit, got it, got it. Okay, okay, okay. There's pressure gotcha. then. If you have your numbers that you go into, because mm-hmm. you have your lucky set of numbers, so powerful. you just don't even go there. Because no, God, I used to, and, okay. and enough time has gone by that I forgot my numbers. Oh, and perfect. that's great. Like I don't even remember anymore. So you there's are like, no there's... longer potentially lottery suicidal is what you're saying. Exactly. There are only two numbers that I know would be in any set of numbers that I have. I know okay. those for a fact, but it's just two. So if even if the two show up, I'm like, eh, I don't know if the rest of them would have done anything. OK, I misunderstood what you were saying. This now makes total sense to me. Yeah, no, that, no, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah no, I think you got to rock with that logic. Horrible. It's, be, it's, it's terrible. a horrible thing. Like the odds of that, like the numbers you carefully curated and you have and you're playing. It's why my mom. She can't. My mom would be sick as a fucking dog. 
she either asking somebody else to go play her numbers or she is tracking. I've seen her track out in the snow. I've seen her walk. I've seen her do everything. Because if it ends up not happening, if those numbers hit and you yeah. didn't play, you'll never forgive yourself. That's true. Oh, man, life's a beautiful thing. <laughs> so I'm just imagining your mom just walking out of the snow, like pacing. Just yeah, <laughs> light-skinned Jamaican woman walking through the snowy streets of D.C. to find a corner store to play. Her goddamn numbers. <laughs> oh, man. That, that's a great. That's and a great like, if, if, if There's some people that I know probably in our conversation, and they know. They know having to run around uh, with the numbers for grandma or or your auntie or whatever it is you had to do. I have done it tons of times. You're going in, they got all the change and shit, and you're trying to keep everything straight, and you don't know exactly what it is you're ordering because grandma plays six games, not just the Powerball and Mega Millions. She plays all of them. All of them. <laughs> Oh man! Well, as long as you're not okay. one of them dudes in the liquor store playing Keno or doing the virtual virtual horse races. Oh, you'll <laughs> see that. You will absolutely see that too. There's an Exxon in Upper Northwest near. Uh, it's at the corner of Nebraska and Connecticut Avenue, across you from Policy Press. Yeah, you know they're showing up some winos out there, <laughs> chilling that fucking spot. I is like I'll never get gas there. It's like five dollars a gallon. It's ridiculous, but it is a spot yeah. that I stop at to grab a drink every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And now nah, they they got a plethora of problematic people waiting to hit big on uh, virtual secretariat. Yeah, well, I'm not here playing virtual secretariat, but a game I do need to stop playing KDOT is take the shot because this Saturday got way, way out of hand. I How mean, again, I told you oh, just taking shots of liquor constantly. Oh, yeah, I mean, it, it was. Like, I didn't think I was going to go out because I was like, well, I, I can't really move. But it started getting a bit better. It started feeling a bit looser. It was a friend's surprise birthday um, over at Courthouse Social. And I was like, you know what? Let me go. Like, you know, I'm not going to make the whole surprise, but I'll make the final hour or something like that. Um, did surprise him. He appreciated it. Uh, grabbed a beer. And then we went over to uh, Spider Kelly's, which I had not been to in years um, and we ended up doing a couple of pickleback shots. We were like, screw it. Let's do it. It's your birthday. Let's have ourselves a time. Let's celebrate, let's celebrate the moment. And so we did, um, beat him in pool two out of three. That never happens. That never, never happened. Shout out Pascal, who is my partner. Two V two, uh, took out him and his sister, um, huge win. So then we do a celebratory pickleback shot, then move over to a housewarming with, uh, some soccer teammates. Very nice time. Very lovely people. Food's great. Everything. Conversation's fantastic. One of the younger guys on the team is like, hey, Albert, let's take the shot together. What do I do? Go, yeah, sure. Why not? You know, captain of the squad, got a leader's lead, as you know. Um, and um, and we kept doing that. And I don't know why at any point I wasn't just like, I'm good. I'm good. Um, fast forward. A guy who was supposed to be at the housewarming, who RSVP'd. To the no, no, you don't know, you don't know this guy. I'm, I'm naming, I'm making sure everyone's nameless in this situation, and it's not Gary that finally clicked late. <laughs> Jesus, and so more importantly, Gary's what no, I'm sorry, I'm he goes, yeah. he goes, hey guys, not gonna make it, you know, feel a little hungover, um, but would love to hang out. And I was like, you know what, my night's getting a bit out of hand, I can leave this house warming a bit early, go to his place, we'll have a drink, I'll be fine. Now, the one thing you need to know, and this is going to sound a little weird, but just listen to it. I hadn't been to his place before, so I didn't know his address. 
So he shoots me an address. Um, and I was like, okay, sounds good. He had hosted a Halloween party the day before. This ended up being the same address. So I was like, this must be his place. He was listed as a host uh, for the party. I go over there. I'm not dressed up. I mean, it's it's a housewarming, um, you know, that I was going to. And so then I meet up with this guy who has said, I'm hungover. I can't make it. Fucker's hosting the exact same party that he hosted the day before. I was like, there are 30 people here. I thought we were just going to have a beer, chill. And then it was around 10 o'clock. I was like, and then I was going to call it a night. I need to take uh, Barkley out. I need to take my dog out. He's like, no, no, it's a, another party. Um, I was like, yeah, I can see that. I can fucking see that. Uh, and then naturally, get giddy, have some more drinks, have another shot. It, 21-year-old Amit came into the 31-year-old's body. That's what I'm figuring out. And it, I mean, listen, it that was a very fun fucking night. miserable. It was a very fun night. That sounds but fucking miserable. The next morning, dude, I went to bed at like 3.30. I, All of that sounds miserable to me. Yeah, that's because you're older. You're mature. I'm not mature. I'm older. It's disgusting. Like I, the hopping. No, I'm, I'm done. done. I'm that. so done. I and I know done that in a while. The fucking like. Why do you the think the shades are on right me. now? I'm still, my eyes are still red, dude. I think the, the pandemic Monday, finally, I would have worn these either way. The pandemic finally broke me in the sense of I realized after a certain point in time, I didn't miss anyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I kind of appreciate I appreciate Zoom. <laughs> hey, Zoom's great. <laughs> Zoom's amazing. I appreciate like you did all this. What last night? Night before last? You said what yeah, was that? Saturday night. On Sunday, I got a one-on-one playing a men's league game. We needed a win just just to get the monkey off our back. One-on-one, I dribbled right into the goalie. That summed it all up. I was like, I have not done that in years. Just dribbled right into him. Saturday, I got a good strand of Indica, and uh, I fired up a bunch of scary movies. If you don't have Shudder, if anybody likes horror movies, Shudder is an app for it. It's fucking dope. Um. I watched scary movies and went upstairs and popped popcorn on the stovetop. And it was awesome. Sounds lovely. It's a lovely evening. And that is a lovely that's evening. what I'm into. Cause I am into that stuff else. too. I just, yeah, it no, just got out of hand. You can't play in both worlds. I'm sorry. Um, the, Oh, you want to know the you, worst you, part? You're, you're one, one of them part. or you're one of us. And it sounds like you're still one of them. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. And I'm not in denial like either. Have... No, I'm not. It was just one of those nights. That doesn't happen that often, by the way. Yeah, but even with the sunglasses and the thing right now, you're channeling like this Van Wilder sort of thing. And it's sort of this, this douchey. Yeah, I was around. I was all over. Victory, Northern, Monday, I was going to spy, I was going Spider me? Kelly's. I was doing this. I was doing that. Like you said Spider Kelly's in like 20 different stories from everything under the age of 22 popped into my head like over a deck i've not been to spider kelly's in over a decade do you know who pays the i'm a consultant yeah i work with nothing but bars do you think i frequent any of them <laughs> no no again this isn't gonna happen again bullshit that- i think you know I, I i'm willing to bet in the next two weeks we don't have a similar weeks. story no. in the next two weeks you're going back out you're going back going out and you're out, taking shots. I'm not, no. You're going back out, you're taking shots, and you're going nuts. You're going a little nuts all, up. You want to go a little nuts up. All I'm saying is that mm. I just need to establish the point of being able to say no. 
That's all I'm saying. That I get easily excitable when I go out and all I need to do is go, no, no, thank you. I appreciate the offer. That's it. Does peer pressure still work on you? Apparently, yeah. Yeah, see, that's, <laughs> that's what, what I'm I was saying. It's out. done. No, no, but I was You're saying done. this is the this is the pivot point. Yeah, but this you. But it point. sounds like you have a certain. So, like me, do I know any friends that I give a shit about that was throwing a Halloween party over this weekend? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, I don't have. They're not in my circle. There's not in my circle. Like I have friends that are like parents. I'm like, yeah, y'all do that shit. I'm I'm not of that. I'm not going trick or treating. The most you'll see me do is if I'm just so happy to be driving through a college campus. Yes, I'm ogling some of the costumes. Not going to deny that. But beyond that shit, I'm out. I want to stay home. The porch light is off. Don't you fucking knock on my door. Don't you ring my goddamn doorbell. It's my night to watch. That was my Friday. It was lovely. I ended up just watching a replay of a Champions League game. Benfica versus Juventus. Benfica, by the way, one of the best teams in the world right now in terms of the way they play. Like, I enjoyed that. I went to bed at like 10. It was yeah, you lovely. didn't enjoy it enough to do it again, which it you was did, which lovely you no, because I felt obligated to go to the thing. Once I started oh, feeling better, it was like, OK, you obligation know what? I overrated shit. Like somebody throws a birthday party. You make an appearance. I'm the appearance. God, I'm the appearance. appearance. OK, here's the appearance. Here's the here's the appearance. All right. Talk to me. Depending on what Coach the situation me. itself is, sometimes the appearance is a fucking FaceTime in the middle of the party just to show how much I care. And then you'll, you'll talk to me about 15 seconds and I'll let you go. Because nobody wants to be on a FaceTime of the fucking party. And I realize that. But, you know, you're going to see my face for all the 10 to 15 seconds and wish you a happy birthday, a housewarming, whatever, and we're fucking done. If you're throwing a housewarming party, you know what I'm doing? What are showing you doing? up. Showing up. Bottle of wine. Something. Mm-hmm. Right there. Here you go. Hey, man, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm headed up to Baltimore. I'm headed up to Philly. I'm doing everything. Because this is another thing you know about me, right? I'm, also, I'm constantly on the move. You're constantly on the road. You were constantly now, on the road. Yes. Now here's the secret. And I, I shouldn't be saying this. I'm not always on the road, but you'll never know. <laughs> I knew that. So, yeah. so I, so I tell you right now, as soon as we're done, I got to pack my suitcase and I'm driving down to DC. I'm Baltimore right now. I'm driving down to DC. The thing right. is more often than not, that's true. But the moments when it's not true, I have a guilt-free out because everyone knows you're on the means on the move constantly so it's built in it's baked into the fabric of who i am so when someone invites me to somewhere it's already there's already a con there's already an initial yo it'd be really great if kadeen could come so you know even if i if i even show up they man kadeen showed up he sacrificed oh you're building up your value okay bingo bango bongo sir (laughs) i'm too easy i'm too easy because of the obligation that's the thing. The obligation part of it is that obligation. I let them know that I'm obligated to so much else. I got to make a living. And part of my living is moving around. I got work I got to do. Well, right? I think so. Here's the thing. Life is going very well right now. Like I'm enjoying. I feel like I'm going to the gym way more often, like reading more books. Like I'm building the life I want to be able to build. And I'm so happy about that. All I'm saying is when I left the housewarming, I was under the assumption I was winding the night down. And you didn't. I mean, you fucked up. How did I fuck up? He told me he was hungover. I assumed mm-hmm. I was going to his place mm-hmm. and it was just one beer and that was mm-hmm. that. The night doesn't end the way that you want it to. You no, I know up. that. I, you I fucked up. up. I fucked up. I fucked up. Okay, that's, Yours, that's what it's I It's on you. It's nobody else's. Oh, you know how else I fucked up? I'm terrible at Instagram, by the way. So uh, same guy shows me a, a photo of this girl that he's like obsessed with. Um, and He wants to stay in the corner? No, we're not doing okay. that. We're not doing that, K dot. 
Um, and I like <laughs> 3 a.m. I tried to zoom in, so that makes it worse. I tried to zoom in by double tapping <laughs> because that's how it works on my Android. That's a like. On what a photo from 2014? Probably. If I had to guess, I don't remember what she looks like. I don't remember anything. If you were to sort sort of line them up, like you know, be like who who committed the crime, couldn't tell you who it was. Literally, couldn't tell you who it was. But I just remember wanting to zoom in that moment because, anyway, it, it was a disaster. The whole thing. He he took it like a champ. He was like, "It's over. Like my shot with her is over." But he he was chin up, move on. But like that had to have hurt. And if you're watching, I would like to apologize because that was not my intent at all. The last time that I had that happen to me, and it was a while ago. Dude, that I was mean, like was... 3 a.m. like. Yeah, That's no. It brutal. happened. It happened to me in between relationships. And I had one of those looking deep on the Instagram before I had all the followers and stuff I like got. Um, so you know what I did? I What'd proceeded to spend the next few hours liking everyone's everything and sending spam messages. I was thinking everyone. about telling him to do that actually. And just be like, hey, someone just thing. like, you know, yeah, yeah. It was, hey, exactly. click this link to make your dick bigger. Like, it was nonstop, just spam the shit out of everybody. So the following morning, it was, if you got a like or a message, hey, I'm sorry. So sorry about that. Yep. You got to do it every once in a while. Oh, well, that now. window's closed. That's actually brilliant. Um, you got to be quick. But, but here, it, here's the kind of person I am, KDOT. If I could undo anything which is like the entirety of that night being that hung over the next day etc or taking away that like for my friend i would take away that like that's what i would and do and that's why you spend certain nights getting drunk and doing things you don't really want to do god because I'm... this is why we do after the pod it was for this moment right here <laughs> it's, for... it's exactly it's what the fuck is this is what's happening now, here's the thing i'm not giving myself a lot of credit i'm too pussy to say no so i'm just busy <laughs> so it's just well, instead, I just go, I can make it work. That's my because, thing. I keep making it work. Yeah, no. Oh, we're getting really de- we're getting really deep into this. Yeah, I can't go into too much detail because then it's going to ruin things for everyone that watches this. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Yo, he says he's always busy. Why the fuck is it? I'm trying to. Yeah, because if I'm trying to make it work there, then I'm trying to make it work in other places. If I'm trying to make it work in other places, then I'm being too flexible. And if I'm being too flexible, then where is the room for me? Wow. Do you know what I I prioritize wow. just as my as much as like I used to I, I've been terrible with it recently, but I usually have a framework of life um, okay. and it's like a sketch because I I'm, I run my own business. So it's like I get to set my own hours depending on where everybody else is doing whatever. My Mondays used to be things have kind of changed because relationship stuff. My Mondays were my off days. So mm-hmm. like even the dudes that I did the other podcast with knew don't even try to contact any of them because he treats it just as important as work. Leave me the fuck alone. Like this is my day to do what I want to do to plug out. And it's just as important as me working a nine to five. I find it to be that important. My time for me is just as important as anything work related. Might even be more important. Incredibly important. So yep, those are my opportunities. If I want to spend the night writing, if I want to spend the night just smoking weed and watching scary movies, if I want to spend my goddamn time doing the things that I want to do, it is a top priority. It's more prior. It's prioritized more than anybody else's shit. You know what? That wasn't the pivot point for me. This is the pivot point for me. That realization right there. I appreciate yeah. that. That was Not huge. That's important. And what I'm going to do now, enjoy some pizza, enjoy this Bengals Browns game and go to sleep early. Can't wait for it. I'm going to drive to D.C. 
Yes, you are. And safe travels to you. Thank you. I actually am driving. I know you are. All right. (laughs) We'll see you guys later.